The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. Jesus and the disciples went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. And they came to Capernaum. And when he was in the house, he asked them, What are you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve. And he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Maybe the very best thing about your children is that you can hold them close. There are all sorts of other things to love about your kids, of course. They are easily pleased. I find that candy still works. They believe what you tell them even fairy tales, and they are innocent with joy. There is nothing better than a child's laugh. So today, when Jesus picks up that baby and holds it dear, all of its troubles fall away, and the folks who are watching quiet down, and for the sake of his love, the world is a better place. In Jesus' arms, spirits are calmed and hurts are salved, and discouragement melts and tears dry up, and the tired can sleep, and the angels draw near to bless and protect us, and nobody has to worry about the next step, because when Jesus takes that next step, he will be carrying all of us. The easy lesson here is that many things in life can be solved with a hug and a kiss, certainly with a divine hug and kiss, if only we will have it. But there, of course, is the trouble. We all pull away sometimes, especially as adults. As we grow up, hugs and kisses can seem childish, and needy and inefficient. Love just does not seem to get things done. So at some point along our way, as we get older and life gets tougher and lines need to be drawn and deadlines need to be met, we come to admire the shortcuts of power and influence and popularity. We quickly learn what force can do, It can get us what we want right now. 
But is what we want really what we need? And that is why Jesus is so clear and careful here today. For months, Jesus has been trying to teach his disciples the selfless way of love. At its core, selfless love means that the Messiah is a suffering servant. So Jesus is walking toward a cross, not a throne. He is going to be captured and killed, and he will not resist. He will give his life for the life of the world, and he will trust his heavenly Father to resurrect him. He will walk in humility and expect vindication. He will walk in darkness and expect light. And he will carry us along with him if we let him. But so often we do refuse to let him. We refuse to let Jesus carry us. We are like impatient children, so we squirm and we battle to be free. And if we break away, we set out to find the king that we want and not the king that we need. Jesus knows that this is very dangerous for our souls. So today, Jesus asks his disciples, and all of us as well, quite directly, on the road of life, back there on that road, what were you all talking about? But those disciples get embarrassed and they go cold. And that makes sense. Since Jesus has been teaching about humility and obedience, and his comments become a little tug on their conscience. As you heard in the gospel, they had spent the whole way home, walking back to Capernaum, arguing about who was the biggest and the best, who was master and prince, who was the most powerful and the most important, but they were measuring all of that in earthly ways. Though Jesus was disappointed in them because he still loves them. Jesus did not give up on them and you should know that he does not give up on you. So into their silence, Jesus speaks. If you want a life that matters, if you all would like a life that is best, if you are aiming for a life that pleases God, and someday if you want eternal life, then learn this. Low is high and last is first. Wounds are healing and death is life. Service makes a master and obedience makes a king. And your end, your eschatos, verse 35, your death, that will just be your beginning. And then because some of the 12 apostles seem to be visual learners, with a hug and maybe with a kiss, Jesus pulls that baby up onto his lap, and he gives that child a divine embrace 
a very tiny taste of thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. And then he says, this is fantastic. You all should try it too. Because whenever you hold and hug a child in my name, you hold and hug me and my heavenly Father too. Because we are all in it together. Yes, we are. We are all in it together. And that is life and that is joy. This may be the most important thing for us this morning. No matter how it seems to us, this is how the world works. No matter what we think or see or choose or love, this is actually the way of life. Even if we disagree, even if it shames us, even if we go cold and silent, even if we argue with it and ignore it, the cross of Christ is still the only way home. And it really is good news that everything that matters in this life and the next can be had with a hug, so long as it is divine, so long as it comes from the arms of Christ. It is just as Psalm 85 says. In him, justice and peace have kissed. In him, law and gospel have embraced. In him, Jesus and you, and you and your friends, and you and your enemies are all saved and pulled together into his cross by grace, through faith, as gift, and it is all divine and it is all ours, if only we will have it. It's actually crazy that it is this easy to be saved now and for all eternity. But the kingdom of God is more like a hug than almost anything else. It consoles and it teaches and it carries us forward. It shows us the face of God. It urges humility and obedience as a way of life. This is not the world in which we live, but it is the kingdom to which we belong. And that really is encouraging in our present troubles. This is the Jesus we are meant to follow. And this is the Jesus the church is meant to deliver. And this is the Jesus in whose arms we rest. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.